acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking to the grown and sexy We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it And at the end we leave it with just to lift your spirits Make you wanna revisit, tell your friends take a listen Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it Can't no bitch do what you do
Hey, this is Flay Monroe, and welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn, along with my handsome producer and my very special guest co-host that I will be introduced to you, to you all momentarily. We want to thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. It has been a tumultuous week. We're going to get to what's happening, but let me tell you on my personal note, I'm, I'm home from New York City. I went to New York. I did the Breakfast Club on Monday and Tuesday. I had a pretty decent time. I had a really good time, actually. And I was supposed to do Yonkers this weekend. I want to apologize to all of them. Get my purse over there, babe. I want to apologize to my fans for uh, me not making it. There was some, a personal family emergency, and I had to come home. I so apologize. And I think that the guy there should refund you guys all your money. I'm, I'm hoping he did. I, I talk, spoke with him, and he said he would. But outside of that, I had an amazing time in New York. Coco was there with me. The Breakfast Club was what it is always. It was a good time. And I am home. Um, my video my video drops this Tuesday with Macy Gray called Cop Killer. Y'all going to be excited to see that. I killed the police officer. Not for real, you know, for play. Well, look, look, well, no, I'm just joking. But I'm home, um, and we are going to have uh, such a good show today because my girl is here. My One of my flamesters has been riding with me from day one, the one and only Miss Bobby Clifford. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Flame. Happy Sunday. How are you today? Happy Sunday. How are you today? I am terrific. It, it was gorgeous, 78 degrees here in Boston, sunny, cool breeze, a real gorgeous um spring day it's happy to be anything but happy it's hard to be anything but happy yeah and well in the times that we live in you better find happiness wherever you can bobby clifford it's the truth because really, it's scary oh, i'm so proud of myself let me tell y'all i got my early birthday present bobby and, and aaron so when i had to come home early on thursday i had to change my ticket on delta and i was waiting until my birthday to apply for an american express card because i was waiting to cross the 700 threshold. I was two points away. So when I was changing the ticket, the lady was like, why don't you just apply for a credit? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm waiting until my birthday because I didn't want to get turned down. She said, I'm looking at your history here. You should do it. I said, no, I'm, I don't want to be so told no. So she convinced me to do it. I was approved in two seconds for an American Express card. Girl, I almost jumped ah. out the middle. Now, let me tell ah. you why that's so important to me. Because... I, since I was 22, I wanted an American Express card, but I didn't do right by my credit. Now I do. And so I'm grateful to have one. It just took me a long time to get it, but I haven't. <laughs> don't leave, don't leave home without and it. A, and it's a really nice limit. Very good. So I got my early birthday you, present. Can, can, you, um, can you finance on American Express, or is, does that have to be paid off at the end of the month? Well, the one you get from Delta, you can finance, but the other one. But I got the hard card, Bobby. I got the steel card. Oh, nice. That's I was just going to say, it's a nice limit. Don't get crazy with it if you have to pay it up at the end of the month. Oh, I'm not <laughs> going to even move. I'm not going to touch this card for nothing. My daughter already saw it. She was like, can we go shopping? I said, who's going to pay for it? Look, I got the hard card, Bobby. Ah! So I'm proud of myself. Congratulations. I'm paying my bills on time. So let's get past all of that. What are we going to start? Okay. Let me start right here. Because we are going to get into all the mass shootings that's happening. But I just need to start right here. I did an interview with Brother Reza Islam, who was also a guest here on Laugh Line a couple of weeks ago. And in the interview, he asked me, should women compete in sports? Should trans women be allowed to compete in sports against biological women? My answer was absolutely not. I stood on that answer then, and I stand by that answer now. 
The reason I'm saying that is because with the special needs, when they wanted to compete in the Olympics, they created the special needs Olympics. With paraplegics, they created Olympics for paraplegics who have lost limbs or something in the military or through life. The, the women that wanted to play professional basketball, when they could not play in the NBA, they created the WNBA. They can create a lane for trans athletes. It might start small, but it will get bigger. That's what happens. That's what happens to a penis. It starts small. Your job is to get it bigger. Ask me how I know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I had a video up of a train, a young trans, a person who I, who said they identify as trans. I'm saying what they said because looking at the video, it's clearly a teenage boy who says he's a tra- identifies as trans fighting two biological teenage girls. He's at least two feet taller than the both of them, and he beat both these girls up. Again, I say that we are physically stronger. We are harder to handle because we still are men. And this will be the face that they will use. That video right there will be what they will mm-hmm. use to say this is why trans athletes should not compete against female athletes. Am I knocking the video? Not at all. I'm glad somebody recorded it because I do not want trans athletes to compete against biological female athletes. Or I don't want trans men athletes to compete against biological male athletes. I think a lane should be created for all trans athletes. That is my take on it. You don't have to like it. Neither do you have to agree with the listeners. That is how I feel. And I was raised on boys that are not supposed to beat up on girls. But God damn it, what are y'all giving them? A butter pass to beat up on girls? Because if y'all change the rules, I forgot to get the memo. Do you feel... I know that um, we've seen the, the what we've seen recently coming out is that um, they were more geared towards um, trans women competing with other women more than trans men with men. Um, so they were they, they I think they were going to let the trans men compete with men if they wanted if if you know that's that's the, the way they were looking no because they don't no, have to, if you're going no if you're not going to do no it, no I know it's, it's, it's either all or nothing. It. You say it's all or nothing. That's all what, or that nothing. was where I was going. Yeah, yeah that's where I was all, going. So either they're going to be able to do it or they're not going. You cannot pick and choose. It's still not fair. It's not a fair advantage to the trans men because the biological men, the argument is still they're going to still be stronger. Well, absolutely. But no, I wasn't sure if that's where you were going because they, Mm-mm. you know, the trans men don't have the testosterone. They don't have the aggression. And I think that's why they were allowing them to. And, but they could get hurt Bobby, by the not, biological men. Yeah, and it's not to say that some of these women, these trans, uh, uh, these trans men, aren't strong as biological men. Some of these male athletes, these trans male athletes, be strong as a bull. Yeah. But if you're not going to do it for the women, you cannot do it for the men. Just create yeah, a whole so lane. All of or nothing. Athletes. That's what I wanted to qualify. That's exactly I just what to it add. is. So yeah, and I think that that video was preponderous, and they said I was watching some of the reports from the news and from some of the students that went to the school. I was looking on CNN and some other news publications and they were saying that he, the trans, the person who identified as trans, cause I'm not going to call that young person a trans person. They identified as trans, but they weren't trans was going in the bathroom and exposing a junk and walking around mm-hmm. exposing themselves to these young girls. I have daughters. Those girls look about my youngest daughter age. She's in high school. She's 16. I don't want my daughter exposed to that. Now, the internet, I'm sure they've seen it all. But I still don't want them going to the locker room and anything could happen. And with the way things have flipped with prison, anybody can identify in jail now. Hell, Aaron can put our producer, who looks clearly like a, a very handsome man, but he could throw a wig on and a fingernail and say, oh, I identify as trans. And they put him in prison with women. He can get all the coochie he wants. No. 
this is where we have pushed this. This is where we have pushed it to. It is to a, a point of no return, but it's at a breaking point, and it's not a good breaking point for us. So please be careful and please be cautious. I didn't agree with that, and I still don't agree with that, and I will stand by that, and I get a lot of backlash from you, but y'all know I don't care. Okay, Bobby, where are we going next? Because that's enough for me. <laughs> no, I appreciate. No, I thank you. I appreciate that. I do feel it's important, especially for teenagers, to have some sort of lane to compete. They need to be heard, feel like they're heard and whatnot. So, and I agree. I mean, there sh- there should be something for them. So we we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure that that, that out. Um, this, this, I don't know the sadness of the world. What's the sadness of the world? Oh, Bobby. Yes. What is the sadness of? Uh, uh, there's like a million things right now that are sad in the world. One of them, a couple of them are our topics. You just just were talking about being in New York. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about the um, yeah. the New York yeah, subway shooting. If we want to stay on New York and move from there, but yeah, um, let's, there's, go, there's, let's there's go to New York. So when I was in New York, and so here's the irony: I caught the train. We were on live when I caught the train. I caught the train mm-hmm. on live the subway because I wanted to have a subway experience while I was in New York. Fortunately, it was, we weren't on the subject on the subway the day that this accidental incident happened. But there was a guy; he was a street performer. His name is Neely. What's his name, Bobby? It is Jordan Neely. He was thirty years old, and he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. He worked the train, the subway system for years as a street performer. He was dynamic. Uh, he suffered from some mental Ill, Ill, illness issues, but here lately they have gotten a little aggressive. So apparently he was on the subway train, and he said he they would say he was complaining that he was hungry. I don't know if he was getting up in people's faces. We don't know a lot of the mm. details, but what we do know that we saw was a a, a guy who was a marine. He was an ex marine, uh, and he put uh, McNeely in a chokehold. He put Neely in a chokehold for four minutes and killed him. He died from being in a chokehold. Uh, once he got to the hospital, I do think that it was too long. He is an ex-Marine. Neely was very small. The Marine, who's a white guy, Neely was black. The Marine, who's a white guy, looked buff. He looked very Marine-ish. You know, if you think of a Marine, you think of them being cut and mm-hmm. in shape and all that. And he looked like that. I think that it, it was uh, the pressure was too long and too strong. There were people there trying to calm it down, but we were not there. We don't know all the situation. We don't know the capacity of how aggressive it was or the energy that was on the train. So I don't want to say that it was racially motivated, but didn't we just see this picture? Didn't we just watch this movie with George Floyd? The only difference when one was a police officer and that one is an ex-Marine. Bobby, you know, and I don't want to get my, I'm black. Bobby is clearly a white woman. This was a white man and a black man. I don't want to just jump in and say it was all racially motivated. I, I don't, we don't know the aggression of it, but I'm waiting, we're waiting for it to unfold and stay with tuned to us here. So we'll give you more of the story as we find out. That's my perspective. Now we're going to let Bobby give her. Yeah, I think I, I, I want to just jump on what you had said. I do think that we need to, um, the investigation is still going on. We know that the people who immediately came forward, they already had their statements along with the um along with um sergeant penny i don't want you want to call him sergeant penny because he's he's retired um and, and he was 24 years old they let him go based on what his statement is and what the statements of the other people and whatever they could see inside the train see we were only seeing what somebody actually filmed we're not seeing the the train cameras um i don't feel that this is in my opinion i don't from what i see so far i don't feel like it was racially motivated 
I, if there was any, um, prejudice at all, I think it might've been, uh, somebody that was homeless and, or somebody that had, um, some pretty heavy mental health issues. I believe they said he was schizophrenic. Um, I think it's completely unfortunate. I don't know, especially in today's environment. Um, the last time I was on, Flame and I were talking about uh, how scary it is. You can't pull in somebody's driveway or ring a wrong bell. Or um, I don't know if I was sitting on the train. If I, I don't have um, uh, Mr. Penny's expertise to do a chokehold. I, I wouldn't even know how to try to keep somebody under under, under wraps. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't know how I would have felt. Uh, I, we do know, of course, the the people on the train at that time wouldn't wouldn't have known this. But he has been arrested, um, Mr. Neely, um, forty three times for a lot of petty any stuff like jumping the turnstile, theft. Um, uh, we know that he also, uh, but also assaults. I just wanted to. Sorry, let me finish that thought. He was he was in three times specifically on women that he assaulted women. Um, he got onto the train screaming that he didn't care if he died um, or if he went to jail, probably in his circumstance, the poor guy, he probably would have been better off in either place because he had no food. He was hungry. He was sick of having nothing. Um, he's also, uh, nobody would know this on the train either, but he was also somebody that lost his mother as a teenager via murder from her boyfriend um, who actually stuffed her into a, a suitcase and then dumped her into New Jersey. And that had a terrific impact I don't know if he had some sort of break at that point. And that's where his mental health issues started. Um, it's super, just, it's, it's a super, super sad thing. Well, I think I want to say this, and, and I want to say this, Bobby, since you brought that up, maybe mm-hmm. uh, because I don't know, but you know, with the assault charges, because I hate when they go into the victim's past to bring up everything that the victim has done. Right. Go to the culprit, whatever the case may be, this other guy still murdered him. He still choked him to death. Uh, whether it was oh, it's still a homicide. He, yeah, it's still a whether homicide. Whether he had intent or and, not, but, but it's yeah, a homicide. Yeah, and they want to bring up his past. And you know, I, and I'm not saying that he did not accost a woman, though. He did not touch a woman inappropriately. But it's been so many false accusations now with women saying that somebody touched them inappropriately. Now, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. a lot of times no, they're using that as up. just a, yes, that's just a ploy or a tactic. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't want to say that. And I hate that this man was going through the mental illness. And I didn't even know about him yeah. losing his mother like that. So it's so yeah. many different components and so many different factors that could have, like you said, made him right. go off the rail that day. I don't think he deserved to be murdered or, or killed that way. I hate At that all. he was being aggressive on the train. And I'm hoping that justice is, when they find out, when they get to the root of whatever the whole problem is, that justice is uh, proper. So, yeah. Well, we're going to we get have, on that because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ride that Bobby because I'm telling you, parts of me feel a certain kind of way and other parts of me don't, but because I don't know, I can't say. And I don't oh, well, that's how I feel. I can only report yeah. the facts that I've been able to research, but I can't tell you. And I wasn't there and I couldn't feel a vibe and I don't, you know, I just don't know. I know that we have a huge, huge mental health crisis in the United States right now. Um, and, uh, we, we've got to do something about it because I, my other feeling is that I've already mentioned, I, I don't feel like this, this man should have been riding the train. You know, he was too ill. He should have been getting services somewhere or had medication. I don't know if he willingly did not take his meds. A lot of mental, uh, mentally ill people don't, 
But it could be that he wanted to take them, but he didn't have the money to take them. If he didn't have money, well, for food, he, he certainly didn't have I, money for drugs. I don't know, because, you know, you can get some some of these mental health medications you can get for free. But here's the problem. It'd be the yeah. side effects, Bobby. It's the side effect. It's true. They don't you like know? it. Yeah. They don't They don't like the, the loopiness or they don't like mm. the, the, the distortion in their mind. You don't feel sometimes, sharp. You don't feel yeah, sharp. Sometimes you know, like yeah, sometimes it kills your libido. Yeah, sometimes it kills your libido. Sometimes it makes you depressed, you know. Medication, different medications have different side effects on people. So maybe that's he had taken it and he didn't like the way it made him feel. We don't know. And we might yeah, we no, we don't never we know. don't know. But God bless yeah, this family. It's gonna have bless to him. And uh, hopefully it'll get to the bottom of it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, 
This is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with the season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Also, another mental health issue really was um, the Allen, Texas mass shooting. And and Georgia, yeah. Well, first of yeah. all, May is Mental Health Month, Mental Health Awareness Month, and good God, yeah. are they showing up in May? Jesus, the man in the hospital in Georgia went up in there. He was trying to get treatment. He couldn't get treatment. He couldn't get services. He came back with a gun and shot the place up. He shot even, one woman. Even, he, well, he shot that was women, that was May May third. He only killed one, but he injured three others. They they caught him yeah. uninjured. He's not dead, but it's so much. And then the other guy, who's the other one, Bobby, the, the mental illness patient? We had the one. We had what? So this is even. So I I I pulled up all the mass shootings that have been going on. I'm only looking at May. That's all I'm looking at. I'm not looking at before or after. It's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen mass shootings in the month of May alone. And we're only so the in one the that we were going to, right? I mean, can you? So, um, Allen, Texas, was the other one that they had been th- showing clips about a man who came into um, the Allen Premium Malls. It's a mall that has 120 stores in it. Um, and just opened up outside one of the, one of the entrances. Thank God he didn't get inside the mall because there might've been more shoppers inside versus out. He, the clip shows him just pulling up almost like he's coming <coughs> through just the parking space area, putting it in park, getting out and, um, and shooting. And thank God that there was a, a police officer that was there on a different assignment. I don't know if he was just doing, you know, like they, they make a few extra bucks and they do traffic or something. Or, you know, when they're putting, filling in potholes, but he heard the, the, the shots and ran towards the shots, neutralized the, um, the man. Um, otherwise it could have been, there could have been a lot more shootings. He had an yeah. AR-15. Is that what the AR-15? Yeah, son. That's the, that, that is their, that is their weapon. That seems to be their weapon of choice. The one that they will not stop selling. And that is the same weapon that they keep using around the country to kill, kill, kill. It, not only is it around this country, but it has crossed over that we spoke about earlier to other countries. Because now the copycat effect is happening in other countries, which they didn't even have mass shootings. Some of these other foreign countries, I know, it's the UK, crazy. they haven't had mass shootings since maybe 2000. Well, because they don't have guns, right? Like everybody, the people don't realize. They wonder why the United States, like, so my, my family's from Ireland. You can't get a gun in Ireland. Only the detectives, not even the regular cops, they call bobbies. Strangely enough, um, <laughs> they don't have guns. You know, they, they have nightsticks and they have other ways to neutralize, probably tasers now. Back when I used to go, they didn't have a lot. But it was funny. 
I Abbott, um, he's the governor, was on, and he, I, I didn't I didn't hear him say anything about um, how he was going to stop the violence. He he wants to keep guns out of criminals' hands. Not in any of these 199 shootings since the beginning of the year was there a criminal involved that I could see, or that they mentioned, or that they they clarified for us. Um, and he's blaming it on mental health, but he's also probably one of the ones, or his party certainly is, that is shooting uh, President Biden's um, tuition reimbursement down. Uh, and I say that because if we can't get people to willingly go into these these fields and be mental health providers, we're going to have to pay for their school. We're going to have to make it easy so they want to go in. They make the least amount of money. They can't be left with, you know, a couple hundred thousand in student loans and they're only making 50,000 a year. You know, it, it's funny. It's it's we value, the people we value the least or that are most important jobs. These essential workers get paid the least. It's absolutely crazy. Wait a minute, Bob. We have had 199 mass shootings. 199 shootings in 127 days. Wow. That's right. Wow. And I looked, 19 of them were in Texas. So. Greg Greg Abbott and and Texas and Florida. I love. Actually, I'm looking at Florida. Not a whole lot of. There's been a couple in Florida, but not as many as I thought there would be. Well, I'm talking about the uh, laws in Texas and Florida. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The They're all open they carry have. states, right? Yeah. Yeah. Open carry, is, so they don't have to do that. It is preponderous, and it is out of control. And until they change these laws, especially with these AR-15s, because these AR-15s are such crazy weapons and do such damage to the body. But they're making so much money, and people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and the NRA keep pushing these agendas, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. As if they get a vested interest in it. I wonder what their checks look like because I know they're giving them checks on the personal to pay to do free advertising for them. I'm sure they're all they get lobbyists in, in their pockets, but um, I don't. We've got to we got to do something with the mental health. We also have to do something with these assault weapons. You know, if we want to get if we want to get guns under control, that that's nobody's talking about that or things that would be acceptable. So I don't want to take guns away from anybody. I think you've got the right to carry one. But I just, I don't want it to just become, you know, opening open the, the trunk of your car and people just digging in. I mean, we have to do some sort of um, background checks. I think it's too Making late. Them, well, I think it's too late. We got to do something late. for the kids. So maybe too late for you and me, Flame. But what about, like, the grandchildren? Like, can we fix it by then? Well, when in certain states like Florida and Texas that we talked about earlier, they give their kids that is they write a passage that oh, they I teach know. their kids to shoot at eight or nine years old. Yeah, they don't. They absolutely do. I, I mean, it's ab, it's it's absolutely crazy to me. Um, but we got to do something. We got to do something. And if we can start with mental health and and taking the assault weapons, if just do those two pieces. Um, it would be, it'd be wonderful and getting rid of the stigma. So like, I like any time that, um, that he can, I've seen Charlemagne on the breakfast club with you there too. We will talk about his struggles in his lifetime about, um, mental health and how important it is to have a therapist and blah, blah, blah. So we need more people like that, that people look up to, too. I think when we first started doing coffee time, back when the pandemic first hit, I said that when this was all over, the pandemic was all over that the whole country need to just put out couches and a loudspeaker. We all just need to lay on the couch and get some therapy because it's the way, it's the times that we live in. It's so scary. 
It is. And it's stressful. And it's, you know, uh, and, and kids, social media is, you, you and I were blessed that we didn't have any of this when we were growing up. But, you know, competition and whatnot is so, is so stiff. Um, you know, I, I wish guidance counselors, they used to serve a role. It wasn't just to get you into a school. Years ago, it was, they acted as social workers. Um, and I, I wish we could get back to something like that. Or make, yeah. make, make it so that you had social workers that were open to the kids that were in the school and they felt comfortable enough to go. But we can't even keep teachers without having 30 kids in a class. Yeah, 30 kids, no assistant. It's, it's scary, Bobby. It's very scary. All it takes is we two disruptive it. take is two disruptive students. True. And that's it. I'm thinking about I'm honestly thinking about taking my daughter out of school and have and homeschooling her to get out of high school. It's just getting too scary. And I don't even feel like she's getting a, a the the education that we got, to be honest. I just don't. I think that it's so much worry and fear in the school system now that you have the teachers don't can't even concentrate on just teaching these kids. Because it's getting worse because the fear you worry about who's bringing in a gun or who has a weapon and bullying is so out of control. Bullying, bullying is definitely not bullying that I remember. I remember being bullied. I didn't get my ass whooped a couple of times. I whooped plenty of asses too, but I never thought I was going to get killed. And the bullying now means you might get killed. Oh God, no. Yeah, I don't. Um, I well, all I can say is if you start to ha- homeschool, you, you're going to need the mental health. You better get it. You better get yourself to somebody. Oh, no, gonna I, would get a, a I would get a tutor. I wouldn't. I would get a tutor. She's too difficult. Oh, because I'm like, oh my god, I'd be losing my mind. Um, but I even think now, that's, I, I, at least I would have a different fear because I'm always af- afraid if I get an email from the school or a text from the school. You know, is there a shooting and woo woo woo? Because you cannot be accountable for somebody else's kid. And I hate that sometimes we blame the parents, but teenagers. Keep a lot of a lot of stuff internally. They don't share it with the adults. They share with other teenagers, or they share it with social media. They share it publicly with the world on social media, thinking they're talking to one or two of their friends, not realizing mm-hmm. that you're talking to everybody that's following you on your page, or whoever decides to share it with. It is just a scary time, and it it, it is is beyond repair, beyond control. I do want to give a shout out to the telethon that's having drag is not dangerous. They're having a big telethon tonight because drag shows are not dangerous. Again, I still stand with drag shows. I stand for drag shows. I do not stand for reading in the library to kids uh, in inappropriate clothing. I don't care whether you're trans, gay, straight, white, fat, black. I do oh, I, not. I was just going to say, yeah, I want everybody covered up. I don't want any yeah. boob popping out. I don't yeah. care what, who you are or what you yeah. are or I don't or care what else. you identify as. Cover your ass. Yeah. That's what you identify as. Cover your yeah, ass. I don't want to see ass cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be showing your booty to my babies. I don't want, they ain't looking at my booty. They damn sure don't want to look at you. It's good God. Yeah. But Bobby, it was just, it's just, uh, I, 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 it's, it's, I'm saddened. I, I'm sorry to say this, but I am saddened because all the drama that's happening in the world with the mass shooting. So I can't, I can't get past this. Uh, hopefully, I see that everybody's talking about Biden and Trump and Trump and Biden. I'm hoping that um, Biden wins again if we have no one else. I, I, I know a lot of people have been saying a whole bunch of negative things, but I still hope Biden wins. Y'all said negative things about Prince Charles, too. He still got the crown. It took him 89 years, but he still got it. <laughs> His mother held on to that until her dying breath. She was she didn't re- abdicate. She was not trying to give up that crown to Charles because I guess she figured he didn't. And then, then Camilla got what she wanted. She is now the queen. I know, it, wasn't it? it? I couldn't. 
I usually, I, I like all that stuff because I like pageantry. Um, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't bear her. And I know what she did was done 35 years ago, whatever. And we probably, I should probably get over it. Um, but yeah, I can't, she's just a, like a big old horse face to me. I just can't get over her. She's, I just, I, I see her and she does the work and all that. I'm just, I'm a grudge holder from way back. I'm Irish. What can I say? Listen, Carmella stayed in her lane, stayed in her place, kept her mouth shut, kept her head low and got what she wanted. She got the crown. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she wasn't getting it until two years ago or a year and a half ago. I think Elizabeth announced that if he, she'd be queen corns, consort if he was, he became king. And maybe you'd have to, because I don't know what, could she say a princess if he's a king, if the husband's a king? You know, there's a lot of rules. I wonder how the how the, 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 the children feel that they knew that this woman had such a hand in the demise of their mother. Not her death, oh. per se, but, it, you know. Well, the marriage, too. She, yeah, yeah. she picked her. You know, if you watch any of the stuff, she, cause she was already married with kids, and they had whatever relationship. Supposedly, it was just friends, and she picked her. Um, and knowing, and then went right in and, and inserted herself into their marriage. You know, there was the three of them, as Diana said, one in an interview, you know, there can't be three people in a marriage. Um, I saw the two of them, including Harry, and they said they were, and they said it in a nice way. They said, if you, anybody that spends more than, you know, a half hour with them sees that they are literally were made for each other, you know? Does it mean that they forgive for what happened with the mother? I don't think, you know, they didn't even put that on. Um, but they said they, you know, they, she, she makes him very happy, period. Poor, so, um, um, poor them poor corgis. I know after all that shit came home to Elizabeth, I know she kicked the shit out of them dogs. I know them corgis got kicked the hell out of <laughs> Between Harry bringing hey. home, between Harry bringing home a black woman and, and, and Charles bringing home an old woman. Good God. Hey, does she, for, for the love of God, she's, she's with her, her second ex daughter-in-law. She, they, they're living with Sarah Ferguson. That's who got him. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh yeah. They telling her all the stories. Ooh, they telling her all the stories. Bobby, oh, uh, my God. the coronation was beautiful. I'm with you, Bobby. I love all the pomp and circumstance of all the Royals. Yeah. I know the history of the Royals. We know people got negative things to say about this, that, and the third. Yeah. But right now, we were only talking about the pomp and circumstance and the beauty of those jewels and crowns. Yeah, I know you say something about the jewels. Oh, they stole the jewels. Did they yeah. steal them from you? Oh, okay. Yeah. They did not steal them from you. Well, they they were given to them by, and it's and it's way before them. You know, it's you, know, you think about the royal family. They're all different countries. Come in. Like I, if they did their Ancestry.com and I did mine, I'm probably more English, even though I'm not English at all. You know, they're a little bit German. They're a little bit this. They're about, And all those people brought stuff in because, remember, w women weren't valued. So you had to give a dowry and you had to give the jewels. And, you, you know, one of the jewels, if they came from wherever, blood diamonds, should they have given them back? I don't know. But right now they have them. This is the first time in history – Neither the queen or the king got new, um, got new, uh, thrown, not thrones, crown, um, crown. crowns, yeah. they used, they used existing crowns, um, which was good. I, you know, that's recycling at its best. Um, uh, which I sort of liked. I thought that was sort of cool. And you know, the people of England shouldn't have to pay for new crowns. That's BS. When, when you've got a vault full of them and everybody doesn't even get to wear them for more than 10 minutes each. Well, I'm I'm sure I'm glad Camilla. I mean, Camilla got a chance to put hers on, cause 
she already was about <laughs> ten years older than Elizabeth, so yeah. Oh, she was. She's. It didn't. It didn't add to her though. Didn't. Didn't give her any. Didn't give her any oomph. I don't know. There's something about her that just. And she was like scratching at the back. I'm like, decorum, lady. Keep your hands. If it. If it's pulling your hair out, you've been in pageants. You suck it up for beauty. You don't sit and. Beauty. She like she beauty. Had okay. First of all, beauty and Camilla should not even be on the same page. <laughs> 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 oh my God, Bobby Timber! Thank you for getting me oh, to this I episode. Like the, I, I like the you. Harry went. I love, I love the Harry oh, went, and I knew that uh, Megan couldn't go. She had to be at home with the baby. Plus, you yeah. know, the, the we don't know what kind of blood is happening over there. Everybody want to say, well, it's disrespectful. No, you don't know what kind of situation she was going into. Oh, I wouldn't do it from that. If I could say anything, I would only say I think that it was an opportunity lost for exposure. For not of her children, for her children, it would have been wonderful in eighty years for her kids to look back and say, "Oh, that's when Grampy's, you know, coronation." And here I was. I thought, you know, I I thought that was um, an opportunity lost. But they have to make their own decisions. Um, if they didn't feel safe or whatever, that that's on them. I don't know if they, or if they really Grampy. wanted to celebrate the I'm little ones' birthday. I'm sitting here going in my head right now, Bobby. I can't remember one time I've ever seen a picture with Prince Charles holding. Harry and Megan's kids. I can't think of one picture I've ever seen of that. Or any. I've seen him talking. He talks to them. I see him like that, but I've never seen him. I saw the. No, I've seen him holding. I've seen him holding William's children. Oh, have you? I've never seen them holding. I see him interacting with them. Like he kind of gets down on their level, and I see that. But I've never seen holding. Hey, Flame, you know what? We can't even be critical. He's probably met them twice. (laughs) And you know, kids, you're not going to pass a kid off to a stranger. Um, well, you know, I don't, I don't, they haven't been over there all that long. They've been in the U S since they've done their kids. So I don't know how much, how much exposure he's actually even had. So I can be critical from a lot of things, but I don't know. Well, no. congratulations. Prince um, congratulations. King Charles. You finally got it. You found yep. King Charles. Ooh, yeah. That's he, you, he waited to the very end. Elizabeth wasn't having it. I'm going to tell you what, who shook it up. Harry brought that sister home, baby, because Queen Elizabeth wasn't going to die. She was going to literally be about 300. She was determined not to leave that crown to Charles. So <laughs> Harry brought that sister home. It shook the whole castle up, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, we here at That's Apple, Thank you, Bobby, for joining me today. Thank you for helping me much to do Anytime. This. I got a lot of personal stuff going on. So, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't feel like my, this episode is up to par, it's just been a lot. Um, New York was a roller coaster ride of everything. So, but we home now. We got to put it together. Um, I have a new video that's dropping on Tuesday uh, that I did with Macy Gray. It's called Cop Killer. If you guys get a chance to listen to it, it'll be everywhere on, on Tuesday. I think they're releasing it on um, on World Star, and then she's going to release it on MTV or something like that. And uh, this me in there, y'all. Wait till y'all see. Uh, oh my God! Just watch it, please watch. It's called Cop Killer. So it's a mu- it's a, it's a music video. Yes, the song is very catchy too, but it's okay. very scandalous and it's very controversial. You know my middle name, and uh, yeah, we just I just listen. We got some other projects coming up. I shot the sizzle reel for the new show, He She Weeds Red Carpet Review. We're gonna see how that goes. I am still up for the job at the Breakfast Club. We'll see how that goes. And I might be doing some things with Sherry now that Sherry Shepard since she had removed a couple of her uh, producers. Oh, and congratulations to Sherry Shepard for four Emmy nominations for Best Talk Show. Also to Jennifer Hudson. She Emmy nine too. So we will see what's happening because here at Laugh and Learn, season three, 
We are never trying to get you to change your mind. We are only trying to get you to use your mind because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Don't waste your mind, ladies and gentlemen. And if you if you feel like it's right and everybody else feel like it's wrong, but you feel like it's right, you don't have to go along with everybody else. You got to do what's best for you. Ain't that right, Bobby? Absolutely. Go with your gut. That's what we're, we're told that as little kids and we never do. If my gut said I want a jelly donut and not a glazed donut, then I'm getting my <laughs> jelly donut. <laughs> there you go. But no, absolutely. Um, go with your gut. And as Jan always says, keep your head in a swivel. Pay attention. Yeah. These are people that were just going into a store for this latest shooting. So I'm going to ask pay you, attention to, to where you are. And I want to ask everyone American, everybody who's listening to the sound, the sound of me and Bobby's voice, when you're out in public, I know you want to be carefree. You don't think about it. You're going to the grocery store. You're going to church. Look around. Just just get your face out that phone. Look around and see who's around you because you don't know what kind of day somebody else is having. If somebody looks strange, nine times out of ten, they are strange. And strange don't mean you're going to go to the other side of the store. Strange now means that you might need to get the hell out the store or get out the establishment if they look a little crazy. Because sometimes you really can't see the spastic in somebody's faces if you're looking for it. A lot of these have been just show mm -hmm. up and just start shooting. So you don't, the element of surprise gets you. But pay attention, y'all. Look around. Look at why, why you got on a coat and it's 90 degrees outside. You know, why are they looking strange in the face? Mm -hmm. Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. You could, you could possibly save your own life. And if you're in a grocery store, run to the freezer. Jump in the freezer. They ain't going to come to the frost going to freeze up. They ain't going to even see you in there. You'll be cold as hell, but you'll be alive. <laughs> and I'd say also, I, I, I think we don't have to go to every fight we're invited to. And I think a lot of people forget that. If somebody irks you in a little way, you, know, you just let it go. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to engage. And then sometimes people just need to be treated with a little respect and compassion. That's easy. That's um, easier you know, said than done, though, Bobby. Look at the man in Texas again, the guy last week who went, the guy, the man next door asked him to stop shooting his gun in the yard. He went in the house and killed all the neighbors. I, I just can't even, I just did that. I mean, it's absolutely, absolutely crazy. But look where he came from and what he did for a living. You know, like that's somebody, now maybe they didn't know that though, the neighbors, when they asked him to, they wanted to put their baby but down. But here's the killer. But, maybe um, the neighbors didn't know, but he had been deported back out the country three or four times. He kept sneaking back in. Yeah. Ridiculous. Crazy. Ridiculous. And Bobby Clifford, thank you so much for joining me here at Laugh Alone. You got me through this Anytime. week. Mr. Aaron, I appreciate you, my producer, Flame S. I thank you guys for joining us, listening in, paying attention. Please get registered to vote. Please make sure that all your ducks in a row because November will be here before you know it. And if you're not paying attention to what is happening in politics, they are using every trick that they know how and they're creating tricks. They are making up tricks. They're making laws to break the laws. I'm telling you, pay attention. This is Flame Monroe. We appreciate you joining us here at Laugh and Learn. Peace! You want to follow me at? Follow me on iHeart on the Black Effect Network. Listen to me on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Follow me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, to the grocery store, to the condo people, all that. Just follow me. <laughs> I'm paying a condo with no car. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you all. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. 
Thank you, guys. This is Flamer Row. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 